Welcome to the Christian Worship Center podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at cwcbayarea.com for service times and directions. I just got, got a word for you. Got a word that I, I believe will challenge you, something that I believe will get you to another level. It's going to be a little different uh, because this, this message is going to be a little visual at the same time. And, uh, you know, I, I was sharing with Pastor Ant last night. We had the opportunity to do uh, the Chargers Chapel. And on the way over to the Chargers Chapel last night, um, Pastor Ant and I were talking about how if the enemy can get us caught up in our own problems, he could keep us from recognizing and being a difference in someone else's life. And there's so many. Have you ever sat down in a, a, with a group of friends and someone starts sharing their heart? I'm really going through a rough time. You know, my, my husband's doing this or my wife is doing this or our finances. I'm really broke right now. I'm going through this. And as soon as they start sharing, as soon as they're done, instead of you saying, I feel, you know, let, let me, let's pray for you. You say, oh, you think that's bad? I'm going through. And then you start one-upping them by sharing your problem. And then someone else in the group says, oh, that's nothing. Yeah, I'm going through. And they start sharing their problem. And so we're all in this manner of one-upping each other in our problems that no one's helping each other. And we're all talking about our problems and we're lifting up our problems rather than lifting up our God. We give more authority to our problems, our addictions, our marital strife, our sicknesses, our, our depressions than we do in lifting up who God is. And today, I want to take you a little deeper to introduce to you another name of God. And during this time, it's going to be different because we're going to have people standing here on the platform holding up a banner that represents the name of God, Jehovah Nisi. Everyone say Jehovah Nisi. Jehovah Nisi means my God, my banner, my altar. And we're gonna, you're going to find out what this means, but what we're going to do is we're going to have several people during the service. In the first service, we had people that were struggling with different things in their life, financial issues, marital strife, going through sickness in their body, and, or, or maybe just a tough time through an addiction. And so they came up one by one, and they took the banner from the person holding it, and then they stood up and they lifted up God. They lifted up the name of the Lord in the midst of those things. So I want you, at any point during this message, where you feel that God is moving you, and you need to take a stand for whatever it is that you're going through. You need a healing in your body. You need God to break through in your marriage. You're believing for your family's salvation. That whatever it is that you're fighting, whatever battle you're going through, that you're going to lift up a banner, you're going to magnify the name of God, no matter what you're going through, no matter what the trouble, you're going to exalt the name of the Lord, that even when you recognize, when I lift up the name of the Lord, I win. Amen? I'm going to explain that to you a bit deeper as we get into the Word, so stand with me as we turn to Exodus chapter 17. How many are down with the King? I want you to understand that as we talk about down with the king, we've been speaking on kingdom come. That's our theme for the year, bringing the kingdom of heaven to earth. But, but being down with the king is that we've talked about kingdom man, kingdom woman, kingdom children, kingdom family, what the kingdom of God is. But we haven't taken time to talk about the king himself. And down with the king is all about introducing you to the king. 
And I want to take some time to introduce you to the king. How do you do that? When you introduce someone to another person, what's the first thing you do? Hi, this is... And you give the name. Because the name is the introduction. It gives the, 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 the identification of that person. And so when I introduce my king to you, I have to give you his name. The problem is one name doesn't contain him. If I tell you that he's creator, I miss out on the fact that he's Lord. If I tell you he's Lord, I miss out on the fact that he's healer. If I tell you he's healer, I don't tell you he's peace. If I tell you he's peace, I miss out on that he's my covering. If I miss out on the covering, I miss out on the fact that he's righteousness. If I miss out on righteousness, you forget that he's sanctification. If I forget he's sanctification, you forget he's your shepherd. You forget he's your shepherd. You forget he's ever present. And so I need you to understand that as I introduce him to to you. We got a lot of weeks ahead of us that I got an introduction to give to you. Every time I give you an introduction, I'm giving you maybe part of his eyebrow, giving you part of his fingertip, giving you a, a portion of his back. I'm just giving you bits and pieces of who God is. And so today I want to introduce you to Jehovah Nisi, my God, my banner. We pick it up in Exodus chapter 17. And the Lord said to Moses, write this for a memorial in the book and recount it in the hearing of Joshua. I need you to understand some parents that are here. You need to start writing down what God has done in your life. The breakthroughs that you had. Instead of just sharing your troubles with your kids, why not start documenting your successes? Say it again, Pastor. Why don't you start documenting your successes? Instead of sharing all your problems with your kids and all the struggles you're going through, why not start showing the breakthrough? Why not get a prayer book that the family could see and you write down all your problems in that book, but then as God answers those prayers, write them down so that when generations to come come up and they go through the same problem, they could pick up the book of prayer, the book of answered prayer, and said, Mom and Dad went through this. My mom went through this. They went through this struggle, but God saw them through, and if God could see them through, he could see me through as well. Somebody say amen. amen. And so that's what this was all about. Go ahead and lift that high. I want to say something. Just, just stop right there. I want you to understand that that banner that you were holding up has totally transformed your family. It's totally shifted the things that you were going through. From, from a life of operating in drugs and being locked up, incarcerated, you have now broken that cycle, and your children will no, never know the struggles that you went through. You lifted up that banner, and you set your children free. And we speak that over his life as well in regards to those seizures that they be done as well. Pastor Joe, good job, man. Come on, give Pastor Joe a round of applause right now. Come on, lift him up. You, you don't understand. Why do I say that? Because Joe right now, him and his wife lead LOL, Light of Life. And every, every week they go out and they feed the homeless. This past week was such an emotional week for him as they were ministering on the streets. As they were ministering there, there was a family that's been on this, living under the bridge for over seven months. Came up to him. They have like three kids. Came up to him and asked before they left, thank you for the food, but will you pray for us? As they prayed for him, it stirred the family. And they said, we, we need to get off the streets. We can't live this way anymore. And as they were walking away, tears filled in their eyes. They looked back at this man and said, thank you, Pastor, for spending time and pouring into us. Thank you, Pastor, for taking time and giving to us. Now, I need you to understand, jo Joseph started bawling when he heard that. 
And, and, and he was like, I'm not a pastor. I'm not, that's not who I am. But he became a pastor to the people on the streets. Yeah. Proud of you, man. I know, I know you get embarrassed. You, you've never been, you've never had a shy bone in your life, man. <laughs> you don't turn red. I want you to know, man, you're making a difference. Look at me, Joe. Look at me. You're making a difference because you're lifting up Jehovah Nissi. You're making a difference in people's lives. Amen? So let's go on as we read. It says this. And recount in the hearing of Joshua that I will utterly blot out the remembrance of Amalek from under the heavens. And Moses built an altar and called it, The Lord is my banner, Jehovah Nissi. Okay? For he said, because the Lord has sworn that the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. I'm going to explain that in a moment. Bow your heads as we pray. Father, help in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated this morning in the presence of God. Come on, someone just give God a shout of praise right now. Wow. We could end service right now and say that God has moved just from the testimony of, of, of Cisco and Joseph. And now in the middle of all that, they, they switched on me while we're praying. Look at these guys. Way to go. Way to go. Come on now. Lift that thing up high. There you go. I'm just messing with you. Don't do that. You're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> Thanks, Chach. We're going to keep make Chach keep it up there because Chach is a cowboy fan. We're going to make sure we're going to put him through some... <laughs> I'm proud of Chach just to think things that he's doing for the kingdom, doing a great job, man. Amen. I want you to notice that the name of God is revealed in our lives. Whenever God gives us a new name, he's revealing another part of his character to us. And so your problems in life are not problems. They're opportunities for God to reveal another part of his character to you. And so I need you to understand that when you go through problems, stop complaining about them and start looking for a new name. Say it again, Pastor. Stop complaining about your problems and start looking for a new name of God. Start looking for another part of God's character. You know, what blows me away is that for, for the years I've been in church, I've seen churches argue. I've seen churches fight. And you've got one church over here talking about God is a God of holiness. He's holy. He's holy. He's holy. Then you've got the church over here. God is a God of grace. He's a God of love. Doesn't matter what you do. He loves you. You just live whatever way you want. God loves you. And so you've got these guys saying that he's loving and graceful. Then you've got these guys over here saying he's holy and he's going to bring judgment. Well, who Who's right? They both are. Understand, they're both right. It's just that they're talking about, you got one person talking about God's hand over here. Well, you have someone else talking about God's heart. I can't give you a full definition of who someone is just based on one part of their body. And for me to give you an idea of who God is, I can't focus in on just one thing. Because if I do, I'm going to miss out on everything else God is. And so we have churches that are declaring certain things and we get dogmatic. And we call everyone else down. But we can't do that. Because God is bigger than even our ability to explain who he is. Yes, he's holy. But yes, he's loving. Yes, he's loving, but yes, he's holy. He's all of those things. But I want to take you a little deeper right now. So the crisis in our life give God an opportunity to reveal his character. The character I want to talk to you about right now. Oh, no, you did not go up there. I'm so proud of you. 
So proud of the change you brought in your kids. I remember when you guys walked into this church and we were, we were asking for help for Joshua because he was growing so fast that he couldn't stay in his, his clothes. You were broke. You were struggling. Now look at you, girl, running your own company. Yeah. Leading your family. I'm just so proud of you because there were times that it was hard to lift up that banner. Now listen, there might be some of you that want to come up and hold the banner up, but you're too weak to hold it by yourself. Get someone to help hold you. Get someone to stand with you to lift it up. Because you don't have to do it by yourself. We all need somebody. Come on. Amen. Oh, no, not the brothers are going to go up there. Oh, no, you guys are going to make, you know, you guys are going to make me cry, man. Oh, you know, your sister, it's a whole family thing. Look at that. Look at this family right here. You know what? You guys are an anointed family because you got an anointed mother. You're going to help. He's, let your brother help you, man. Let your brother help you. I know you're buffed. I know you're strong, man. Let your brother help you. And let your sister help you out as well. There you go. We're never going to get through this message this morning. The banner is symbolic of a covering. In the Old Testament, people rallied to the banner. The banner represented what family you belonged to, what part of the army you belonged to. And so when a banner went up, the banner was symbolic of who you were and where you rallied to, whatever the fight was. The banner went up, everyone came together. And so I need you to understand that the flag of the United States of America is not just a flag, it's a standard. It is a banner. It's the Jehovah Nisi over the, the, the United States. It represents who we are. And so when we hold up the banner of God, when we declare the banner of God over our marriage, when we declare the banner of God over our children, what we're saying is this, I don't stand for myself, I don't stand alone, I represent more than me, I represent the King of Kings, and I battle under his banner. Now let me take you deeper on this, Exodus chapter 17, verse 8 and 9, it says this, that Amalek came down and fought with Israel from Rephidim. And so Moses said to Joshua, choose for us men. Someone say men. I, I need to challenge the men. It's time to stand up. <laughs> While a woman steps up there. Did she make you sit down? You keep holding that banner over your family. You keep believing for God to bring breakthrough. That no matter how much you want to quit, you keep declaring that God is going to bring breakthrough over your situation. And if you start shaking, you need help, you let someone know, okay? Don't do it by yourself. I want you to understand something about the Amalekites. The Amalekites, it says, choose men. It's time for the men to rise up and start fighting for your families. It's time for the men to stand up and hold the banner together. It's time for the men to come together and stand up and hold a standard over your family. That when things start falling apart in the family, that the man stands up and says, No, this is what we stand for in this house. This is what we stand for in this family. This is what it means. I'm responsible for the standard in my household. This is what it means. If you're going to live in my house, this is what we stand for. This is the banner by which we operate. This is the standard by which we live. 
live. If you are a Verite, if you are a Vera, this is what we stand for. We don't give up. We don't quit. We fight. We believe in God. And we stand for the glory of God in everything that we do. The Amalekites come up and it says this. So Moses said to Joshua, choose for us men that will go out and fight with with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the staff of God in my hand. Come on, somebody. Moses said, Joshua, you're going in to fight. I'm going to the mountaintop. Look at this family here. All coming together. Look at all those. This family's been with us from the beginning when we started this church. You guys have gone through some battles, but there you are. You've always held up the standard of God. Keep raising it. Keep raising it. Keep believing. Because greater days are before you guys. Greater days lie ahead of you. Now, I want you to notice this. The Amalekites. They attack Israel when they're weak. God hates when people take advantage of the weak. The enemy will always come after the people of God when they're weak. He'll always come after you when you're weakest. And God stands up on behalf of the children of Israel and says, you know what? I'm going to wipe these people out because of what they're doing to my people, what they're doing to my children. And I want you to notice what happens as we pick up the, the story here. And so it says in verse 10 of chapter 11, uh, verse 10 of chapter 17, so Joshua did as Moses told him and fought with Amalek. And while Moses and Aaron and Hur went up to the top of the hill, whenever Moses held up his hand, Israel prevailed. Whenever he lowered his hand, Amalek prevailed. So when Moses' hands were raised, guess what? Joshua won. When Moses' hands came down, what happened? They lost. Hands up. Okay. You're going to tell me what, what's happening. Ready? <laughs> Whenever his hands went up, they won. Whenever his hands came down, they lost. And so I need you to understand something. What happened on the mountain determined what took place in the valley. What happened on the mountain determined what happened in the valley. Ooh, there's a deep spiritual principle here. What happened on the mountain determines what happens in the valley. Oh, you're not catching this. What am I talking about? Whatever happened on Mount Calvary. Whatever happened on Mount Golgotha. Whatever happened at the place of the cross on the hill, on the mountain, determines what happens in the valley of our life. Jesus' hands were raised up. His hands were spread. He was crucified, stretched out his arms. As long as his arms were up, we win. you You didn't even... I just wasted a good point on you. Because as long as the arms of God were raised up, what happened in the mountain determines what happens in the valley. Which means this, it didn't matter how good of a fighter Joshua was. It wasn't up to him. Which means 
The battle's not up to you. Amen. The battle's determined who, who's on the mountain for you. Amen. Uh, you you, you got to grab a hold of this in a moment. Check, check this out. So something happens, though. Moses' arms get weary. Sam, come on up here. Oh, look at these guys. People, you know, people are changing behind me, and I don't even know what's going on. I'm so proud of you. You're raising the standard for your family. Raising the standard for your family. Now, as hard as it was, and as difficult as it was, you're a strong lady to stand by this man. And you pushed him, and you pushed him, and there were things you didn't want to do. Be thankful you got a lady that loves you enough to make you do at times. She held the standard when you couldn't. She held the standard when you couldn't hold the standard. But now look at you. You're holding the standard together. Amen. Thank you. Jesse, come on up here as well. Cisco, why don't you come join him, okay? I want you to notice something about Moses, all right? Moses' arms are up. What happens? Are you stretching? Are you tired? Are we boring you here? Yeah? Okay. When Moses' arms are up, they win. But the Bible says Moses' arms get weary. How many of you know that we get burdened? That life can take its toll on you. And it's hard sometimes to hold up the standard of God. It's hard to hold the standard. It's hard to break free from an old lifestyle. It's hard to take a stand when all these other things, and it gets tiring holding the standard. It would be so easy to go back to our old life. It would be so easy to walk away and live the way I used to do because this is too hard. It's too much pressure. But look at you standing there. You could have given up at many times, Miha, but you didn't. You continue to raise him up even when it got hard. You've held it up for your family. And breakthrough is on its way. Now, as Moses' arms, your arms are getting tired already, huh? <laughs> Moses' arms came down. They begin to lose. Now, the Bible doesn't say Moses told them to hold my arms up. Aaron and her friends realized how bad it was getting. And they decided, you know what, We're gonna, we, we got you, bro. And so what they did is they found a stone. Somebody say a stone. And they placed it under, under Moses and had Moses sit down on the stone, on the rock. Oh, somebody got to hear me this morning. He sat him down on the stone. He, he took care of his foundation. Many of us are struggling in our lives because we have no foundation. But they placed him on the rock. Many of us are trying to live our lives not being planted on anything, but Jesus is your rock. He's the chief cornerstone. And that when you plant yourself on him, there's nothing that can shake me. They sit, they find a place, they put him on the rock, and then they, after they build the foundation, they lift his arm, they steady his arms. I need you to understand that when you're shaking, it's hard to make a breakthrough when you're shaking. And so all of a sudden, they come and they hold his arms up, and after they hold their arms hold on one second right there ladies they hold their arms up right there and as they hold their arms up after they steady him they supported him then they steadied him uh, my, my question to you is this in your times of struggle who supports you 
Getting tired already, huh? TJ, there's an anointing on your life, son. And that's why the enemy's been fighting so hard against you. Because there's an anointing and a call that's placed upon you. But I declare right now that there's going to be a breakthrough in your life where there's going to be another level of outpouring over your, your spirit. That God's going to begin to take you to new levels and new measures. And the things that you, you've been struggling with are the very things you're going to help people get set free of. And I'm declaring over you right now that there is a season of blessing, a season of breakthrough that's coming over your life. That God's raising you up. And all the struggles you've gone through, those things are now going to become behind you. And so we declare that over you. Ladies, you're welcome to come and take your place right now. Now, follow me on this. Who's the one that supports you? Who do you run to? When you're going through a struggle, who holds your arms up? Who are the people you count on? That whenever you go through a struggle, some of you have a Ben and a Her. I mean, you have an er, uh, 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 Aaron and a Her in your corner. The problem is they're unsaved. And whenever your arms get weary, huh? here's, a, here's a beer. Hey, take a shot. Here. Just take, it'll take the edge off. Who are the people that support you during your times of struggle? Hey, man, just, just take a hit. It'll, it'll, it'll make you feel better. It just, it'll calm you down. Let's go to the club. You know what? Your husband's messing up. Let's go to the club. Let's go hang out. Or you know what? Let's go get, hang out with the girls. Let's go get drunk. Because what you end up doing when you're not solid on the rock, whenever you find yourself going through struggles and you're not surrounded by people that will support you, they'll end up bringing you back down like them instead of breaking through like God wants you to break through. Moses' arms got heavy. It literally means that the, the situation was too heavy for him to hold. There's some things you can't make it through on your own. We need help from other brothers and sisters. You can't fix your marriage on your own. You can't fix your kids on your own. You can't get through that struggle on your own. We need each other. Let me explain this to you a bit deeper. Pastor, I don't need church. I can do this on my own. I got this. The Bible says that we are the body of Christ. Come on, somebody. The Bible says that we are the body of Christ. If you ever cut your finger off, how long do you think that finger is going to survive? Okay, that's a small piece. Let's cut off the arm. Bigger, more, more, more meat. How about leg? That leg have a chance to survive by itself? It won't survive. Because we were created to be together. We need each other. I don't need no one. Yeah, because you're the man. How's that working out for you? How's that been going for you? It's been working well, huh? How's your marriage? You got it all worked out. How your finances? You got it all worked out. How's your peace of mind? You got it all worked out. I'm taking you somewhere as we close this morning. Exodus chapter 17 verse 13 says, And when Joshua overwhelmed Amalek and his people with the sword, in other words, he defeated them, which tells me this, 
that as they held up the banner of God, I, I just want to tell you, sweetheart, you are doing a phenomenal job raising your kids. I know it feels like a thank, thankless job. I know it feels like times that you're wondering if you're even making a difference. Am I ever any, even any good at it? But I'm so proud of you. I've known you for so many years. I've seen you in your ups and your downs. And yet you're raising kingdom women like this young lady right here. Proud of you. Proud of you. As I close, I want you just to recognize this. I want you to notice something here. The banner identified the standard. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah that so they shall fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. Then it says this, when the enemy shall come in like a flood. Has, have you ever felt like the enemy come in? He doesn't come in like little raindrops. It just seems like a flood coming into your life. Like chaos everywhere. It's like one, you feel overwhelmed when the enemy comes in. The Bible says that when the enemy comes in in that manner, that the Spirit of God will come in and raise a standard against it. God will raise a banner and say, this is where you stop. You don't go any farther than this. This is, your, this is your limitation. You don't go, you don't touch them. Why? Because they're under my banner. They're under my covering. They are under my protection. They have a covering over them. I need someone to hear me this morning. I need you to understand that when your Moses is standing there and his arms are like this, what does this look like? Surrender. What would someone else say? Praise. The surrender, what praise is, is to surrender to God. When, when I surrender to God, I'm praising Him. What Moses was doing on the mountaintop was lifting up the name of the Lord while the battle was going on in the valley. Some of us only want to praise when the battle is won, rather than praising while the battle is still going on. Oh, you got to hear me this morning. CWC family, if you want a breakthrough, if you want to see God move in your family, you want to see God move in your situation, we got to learn to keep our hands lifted while the battle is still going on. We got to learn to praise even while the battle is still being fought, while things are yet to be determined. Can someone praise his name? Can someone lift his name? Can someone magnify his name? Can someone declare his name? Can anyone acknowledge Jehovah Nisi in this house today? That he is my banner. He is my altar. Anyone declare his name. Stand to your feet with me right now as we close. I want you to lift your hands all over this place. Thank you, gentlemen. Hold that standard high. Hold it high, Reverend Eric. A new season, new season over you. New season over you. He's like, leave it alone. He's talking to me right now. <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> new season over you, ma'am. All I see is a new season. I see clouds beginning to break and a new sun rising over you.
You're entering into a new season, my friend. God bless you. Wow, what a faithful family. The Camarena family, generations right there, bro. Steve, you... You got three generations right there. Why is that so powerful? Because he came from generations where his dad held up the banner in his house as well. Some of you will be first generation banner holders. You're going to be the first ones to raise the banner for your family. It's never been risen, raised in your family before. There was no standards in your house before. But now you're ready to raise the banner. I'm telling you right now with hands lifted, let's, if you're going through a struggle right now, you're going through a battle, how about praising God while you're in the midst of the battle right now? Come on, let's lift up Jehovah Nisi in the midst of this battle right now. Let's not give up. Let's just praise the name of the Lord right now. Let's just lift up the name of God right now. Let's acknowledge that He is God. My situation doesn't change who God is. It magnifies who He is. It accentuates who He is. It's proved. Thank you for downloading this message. For more information on our church, visit us at cwcbayarea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash cwcbayarea.com.